1: Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Thanks for listening to
1: the Center and Saint, brother.
2: On
0: demand. A Service Patriots podcast.
2: Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all of your heating and air conditioning needs. And air conditioning needs. Needs, needs, needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash The Fan. The Fan. The Fan. Go to ServicePatriots.com.
0: Three, two, one. Luke Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I
2: love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6".
0: We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show, better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. <laughs> The singer in the St. Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Hey, hey, hey!
3: Happy New Year's Eve Eve! Last show of the year for you and I, young man. It is uh, Saturday, December 30th, 2023. By the time we do this show, it'll be a new year. How very exciting. You've got me, Luke Anderson, across the glass. Uh, the most important man. Let's check in with Will Darkins. What's going on, man?
2: Man, I'm just so excited for the new year. Are you? I can't wait. Do, are you one of those uh people that uh that feels like new year, new
3: beginning, new opportunities? Uh are you just a cynical grump that's just like,
2: whatever, it's just another day, man. What do you think? I think it's another friggin' day, I think it's B. Don't tell me, don't tell me how to live my life. No, I think that this Just year's going to be Just another day down in the sports minds. You know something? There's a lot of opportunity at stake here in this next year. Yeah? A lot of sports opportunity. Ooh. You got the opportunity for the Blazers to get better.
3: Hey, they got better. Listen, they lost two nights ago they did. to the San Antonio Spurs. And because of great coaching, they were able to make adjustments and get the win last night. I think that uh, they're on the right path. I think
2: uh, Victor Wembanyama did not play last night, right? I just want to confirm that before. Uh, what's up? He didn't play last night. The, uh, the The number one pick in the draft did uh, this seven foot ten monster. He did not play, right? Uh, I don't know. I didn't watch the game. Okay, I didn't. I didn't. Why? How would I know?
3: I think coaching. It goes you didn't it watch down to coaching. Now I watched the I watched the first three quarters of the game on Thursday night, dude. What we ha- What? It's in the we have a
2: whole segment about yeah, it. Yeah, we can, we can talk about it. We have to talk about the Spurs game that they Do won. we have to? <laughs> uh I have I, I have
3: I have a uh I have a question for you though about mm. about the Blazers. Okay. Uh How much how much uh <clears throat> how much money did the
2: Detroit Pistons pay their uh their head coach? Oh, money yeah. money got the bag. Yeah, he did. I don't know the exact number. I so think it's, it's in the 70s. 70, 75 million. Yeah, that's for right.
3: For five years. Uh when when was uh when was his most recent coach of the year award? Uh what, two? Three? 2022. 20, 20, 2022. 20. 20, 20, uh you are on the Fire Chauncey Billups uh wagon. Yes, I am.
2: Yeah. Uh who are you gonna hire? Because that Look, I, that seemed like I don't subscribe to this argument. Uh, that's pretty much. Who are you fine. going to hire? Now, yeah. this this is all the time when people say well, this of like the the, don't fire the guy because who are you gonna hire? Dude, who the hell was Sean McVay before the Rams decided I, I wanna hire that guy?
3: Uh yeah, he was he was a uh coordinator in a sport where coordinators uh can hey. rise through and do that. You gonna get sure. the the defensive coordinator for the uh for who, the the Philadelphia 76ers? Who knows the guy? I understand that. Who no, knows? But, but what I'm saying, this is the only thing. Hmm? Did you like the hire of Monty Williams? That seemed like a pretty good idea to get the 2022 coach of the year. Bringing up Detroit, you got all these young guys. We need to
2: adjust the culture. We need to do. I think it was a good pick, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But I think it was a mistake to pay him that amount of money. Oh, oh, I don't I don't question that. Yeah, I think and I do think that that's what's playing I mean it's not the main role of why the Pistons are on a what, 28 game 28 game
3: a historic. Yeah, a
2: 28, 28 game, game losing, game losing streak. streak
3: now tied for the most losing anybody in, has, has ever done in 28 games uh losing them all. And they they, they were above 500 after 3 games. They were they were two and three, I two think, and three yeah. after three. They lose the first one, they win the next two, and they rattle off twenty eight
2: straight losses to start a season. <laughs> I genuinely believe that when you pay a coach that much money, it it puts them on a razor's edge in terms of expectation. And I think oh, they, this is not a oh it does you expect and again, them not to lose a record number of games oh, in oh, a row. Oh, oh, oh. I don't again. This is not even like. 20% of the problem. Okay. It's probably 5% of the issue that Monty Williams is now like crapping his pants of like, oh my gosh, I got paid this amount of money and we're on the worst loser. Like, how does this reflect on me? Uh, well, you're probably not coaching very well right now. They, you they, also probably have the worst roster in basketball.
3: They tricked me into watching uh, their game the yeah. uh, the other day, so which also tricked me into watching the Blazers game, which... I kind of like Scoot's new glasses. I liked his old ones, but I think the lighter frames. Uh anyways, that's oh, sorry. That's
2: going to be the story of this year. Uh yeah, if In he keeps changing if he
3: keeps changing glasses every uh, few weeks, uh it will be the story. Um and I mean, I bought the first pair that he had for, you know, my basketball games. Did you I, really? No. No. Oh. Uh so, uh the Detroit Pistons were up 18 at the half against the Boston Celtics. And I looked at the score, yeah. and I'm like, "Ooh, I can get in on some of that action over on NBA TV. I, yeah. can, I can get, I can get with that." So I put on the game, and uh, I put it on at the beginning of the third quarter. By the end of the third quarter, the lead was gone. Yeah. But then the fourth quarter goes back and forth. They go to overtime. Mm-hmm. My favorite part of that whole thing was every time the ca- the camera panned over to Monty Williams after a series, and he's, uh, yeah, he's just. Uh, and The same shots that they made in the in the first half, they missed in the second half, and it's one of those things. They didn't look terrible. I mean, you take a team that's leading the conference
2: to overtime;
3: you're you're playing fine.
2: But oh, well, yeah. I heard an interesting argument about this. So they, if you look at their roster and how it's constructed, it's kind of deceiving in terms of like you would say they should be better than this. Kate Cam- Cunningham put up forty
3: one the other right. night.
2: Number one pick. He how did he all win
3: with forty one?
2: Um. But if you do look at their roster, it's kind of filled out with, like, top 10 draft picks. Yeah. Well, give it a second, because if you do look at some other rosters, like successful ones, for instance... They're not. That's not really the case. (laughs) It's not loaded with top 10 dudes. It's, you got one or two of them in there, and then you got your fill-in-the-blank kind of guys. You got your Draymond Green drafted in the second round guys. You got your you know Nikola pick. Jokic was yeah. a was a late draft pick uh, that, that emerged
3: uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo was not a top yeah. pick. Yeah.
2: And so I, I think that if you really do look at their roster you start to kind of notice that it's like oh yeah none of this really fits together. Yeah. It yep. doesn't really like form a cohesive bu- and also they don't have a leader. I mean yep. that's yep. very obvious is that like you know in an 18 point when you have an 18 point lead in the NBA leaders really do shine at that point because you have to kind of carry the ship in. You have to say you know unless you're playing like Toddlers. You know, you have to kind of carry it to victory and get them there. And well, the, the
3: whole the whole game is is that. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's a, you know watching watching that second half against Boston, you can kind of see all of the flaws because mm. you should have somebody that can help maintain that lead in the third quarter, mm. right? That's that's what the the Warriors were so good at coming out the third and coming in and
2: reestablishing who they were. Right? Yeah, I would and, argue and, and, having three of the greatest shooters on the planet probably helped. One hundred percent. But
3: but but it's about your best players <laughs> stepping up when you have a lead going, all right, we're not letting you back in this game, so we get into the fourth quarter. Okay, that didn't work. All right, plan A didn't work. Yeah. You get into a back and forth fourth quarter. Mm. Same thing. You go, all right, well, who's who's the guy going to step up? What What is the offense that we're going to go to? Is it our pick and roll is great? Mm. Is it ISO with our best player? Is it just, you know, uh, drive and kick because we've got good shooters? They had no... Cohesive yeah. game plan there. Then they get into overtime and they just wilted and went. All right, well, I guess I guess we'll chalk up another loss. And they ended up losing by I think eight or ten. So yeah. it's it's just it was all of those things where you you have to learn how to win in the NBA. And there's a lot of different ways to do it. And they had three opportunities and they missed all of
2: them. Yeah, and I think too, you know, this is the first year, right? This is Monty's first year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So again, even with chance. I gave chance, chance. I didn't even give chance the first year because I understood yeah. what he was walking into, and I go, okay, just mark that off. Whatever, I get it. I, this is year three, I think. Correct? Yeah, it's year three. This is year three, and nothing's really getting better. Well, like, yeah, but it's, you're not it's, okay. seeing improvement again. I know that you're telling me like, wow, well, yeah, but you know, Damian Lillard just left the year before. That's fine. I don't care about that. And honestly, you don't even have to have a winning record at this point. But s- hovering somewhere around 500 just under it would give me at least some assurance of being like, oh, they're getting better, and it looks like they're actually responding to his coaching. Dude, watch those games uh, and yeah. tell me if there's a cohesive offense. No. Because th- there's not. Okay. So so, thir- just so Thursday night I watch their game.
3: Okay. Uh, late scratches in that game are Ant mm-hmm. and Dwap. Who has who's play, Hey, I like twop. Uh oh, Yeah, I love how you said. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> so he, so he, he is your uh, your reserve center. He he was starting in place of DeAndre Ayton, who's also out. Yeah, uh, and uh, somebody else was out for that. Oh, uh, Shaden Sharp is out for that game. Mm. So Ant has been playing. <clears throat> Ant has been scoring well. I know that uh that you think it's all artificial numbers in a vacuum uh that if you put them on another team he's a third or fourth best player whatever you think about Ant. Mm-hmm. He has been their engine on offense. Mm-hmm. Secondarily it's been Shaden. Mm-hmm. And so you played a game without them on Thursday night and they and they, they scored they were down 34 to 6 at one point in the first quarter of that game. They scratched and clawed and got it back to 10 without their top two centers and their top two scorers. Wow. I don't know. It's impressive. I'm not not saying that they're taking over the world, but to me, that's pretty good. I would like to check, and I have not had the inspiration to do so, but at some point, I'll probably go on. I'd like to see how many different starting lineups the Blazers have had, Mm. and how many players that they've played in there. Because I don't know if you've seen Ibu Baji come in and play. Yeah. No. All
2: right.
3: Yeah. So, do you know who Ibu Baji is? Uh. Hmm. No. Yeah, neither did I. That's who they're playing at center know. because hey. Jabari Walker got poked in the eye, and they're putting in a guy. He had two minutes of NBA experience going into yeah, yeah. Thursday night, so they're deep into their roster. Uh-huh. They're playing. They're playing guys that would not be getting any rotational minutes mm-hmm. on any other team if healthy, mm-hmm. and they're playing a lot of different starting lineups. So yeah, you awesome. may be. You may be right let's that Chauncey keep, needs to be gotten rid of, but let's they have, just keep giving him chances. I well, think. Listen, I think you give him this season. I mean, if you want to fire him after the season, fine. But right uh, now, right now, what? if you're looking for yeah, consistency yeah. and you're blaming coaching, I would also say that the 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 health of the roster has uh-huh. not been consistency. That's all that I'm saying. Okay. And if you want to go out and get Monty Williams, even if you get him for a quarter of what you got, I It's not Monty going Williams. to make an
2: immediate impact. Don't let Monty this is, Williams. This is
3: the 2022 Coach of the Year he has just lost twenty lost twenty in his straight.
2: first season with a horrible roster. Okay, so this is this is the we worst do not have rosters. a horrible roster. This is we don't. It is average okay and we should be around average we should let me ask you how many games who's the the
3: leader on the blazers who's the leader Yeah, you just said the 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 pistons problem is they don't
2: have a leader got a bunch of top 10 guys simons and in fact from the article that i read from jason quick this week of what's going on in the locker room Anthony simons has taken up that role sure he's missed the most games of any starter He's doing it. He's taking up the role. He's being a leader. He's missed more games than any other starter. How many games do they have to win this season for you to say that this season was not a disaster or not bad? I would like to see. So we had this conversation
3: the other day, and so this will be kind of what I told Ortner is I would like to see first. I would like to see a consistent starting lineup would be a nice way to kind of finish out the All year. Right. But I would like to see them win a higher percentage of games at the end of the season than they're winning right now, obviously. But I don't think that they need to be like on an absolute tear, but they need to be winning if they're playing if they're playing 500 basketball January, February, March would be awesome. And I would be like, okay, we've got this. And then if they can start winning some of those games where teams are starting to decelerate as they go into the mm-hmm. playoffs they start winning some of those games, I'm fine with that.
2: Okay, I don't see that happening.
3: I, you're probably right.
2: Yeah. And then you can, so, then you can fire Chauncey and, okay. y- and you can let somebody else come in and lose yeah. 28 straight. Well, year. see, and this is what I, I, I've I've kind of put up with the whole Chauncey thing is that I'm saying, how much is enough for you as a fan to keep saying, they're, they're just, you know, they're developing. They're developing. They're developing. They're developing. They're de- and then you get five years in, and they're still developing, and then you go, oh, yeah, maybe the coach just sucks. The,
3: well, the, uh, here's, the, here's the other thing, too, is do you expect the, the Blazers to stand pat
2: at the trade deadline, or do you expect them to sell off some assets and get some... Oh, I believe that they will do that, and yeah. I believe there's yeah. no point to it. There, there's, And that's the problem with this, is that we're going to head into the trade deadline a bad team, very yeah. bad, probably a top, seller. bottom five. Sure. And... They're gonna go make these stupid trades to make this current roster. You just like, said you like this not roster, not great, but just like the same. They're gonna do what they do, which is we're gonna go get somebody ah. that will make this roster the same. We're gonna go get Jeremy Grant. The roster's pretty much the same. Is the
3: <laughs> roster the same now as it has been in the Neil Share since Joe Cronin took over? He has made. More swings than Neil O'Shea, who fell in love with every draft pick that he had. What swings did he make? Well, he, first he got rid of all of those bad contracts. Uh, that's C. not a J. swing. Norman Powell. That was yeah. logic. But going out and getting DeAndre Ayton, you don't think is some sort of swing? Getting rid of Damian Lillard isn't a
2: swing? Well, Taking that's the not thir- a swing. That's a your player demanding a trade and then you being forced into trading him. But So you, you got the best you could out of a trade. That's not a swing. That's basically uh... your best player saying, You'd get d- me out of here. It just doesn't mean you have to trade him. Well... Uh, he did at least the okay. smart thing. Yeah. Well, could you imagine that? Actually, yes. I even wanted that. I wanted David Lillard to sit on the bench. Yeah. Because I <laughs> yes, knew this season did. would be a bore, and I go, at least that'll be entertaining.
3: I, I I don't know. This this roster is young and athletic, and it looks very different than it did three years ago. That's what I will say. I'll it's, agree with that. Oh, that and that's, that's where you go... I, I think going young is a big swing because you, you went – you're the best player in the franchise history, uh, in a lot of people's opinion, and went, all right, we're moving on from that we're going all in on the youth movement. And I think if you have – trade assets that if somebody's itching to get uh, their hands on Malcolm Brogdon or Mm. Jeremy Grant at the trade deadline, Mm -hmm. I think those are good moves to make, and if you can go and get draft picks and and fill out this roster next year through the draft, or just get capitals going into free agency that you can use, I don't know. I think that there's there's a fair amount of potential, and if you're going to make a big roster shakeup to your chagrin, that will probably give your head coach a little more time. Okay.
2: Well, can we pivot and talk about the weirdest bowl game I've ever seen in my life. Yes, please. And thank you. Uh, football is officially underway
3: on this Saturday. So we'll jump to college bowls and the weirdest bowl game that Will has ever seen. We do that next. Center and Saint, 1080 the
1: fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink...
0: The yeah, Sinner yeah. and the hey, Saint hey, Tailgate hey. with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on Ten Eighty The Fan. We all are still allowed to make a lot of noisy noise and shut up! Happy new year. new year! Oh my Happy god, new I love it!
2: It's a banger, isn't it? It really it kind of is. My son's obsessed with this song. Ah, oh, your son this is not wrong.
0: What this about. That's right, and when the New Year's head year, listen to this
2: bridge I'm down happy with it. New Year, yeah. Happy New Year.
0: Happy,
3: happy,
2: happy New Year.
3: Yeah. Is, this a, is this a song covered by the Muppets or is this a uh, uh, Sesame Street original? I need more of that in my life. This is a cover. I'm saying <laughs> do they do that. Well, yeah, that's kind of their thing. They like, cover
2: songs? Yeah. I didn't know that.
3: What do you mean? I think you're
2: thinking of the Muppets. That's Sesame Street. Yes, I understand. Oh. That. I said Mupp. They're the same thing. Well, I think they call them monsters. I, I had a, I had a, yeah, I had okay. an epiphany about that. I was like, Wait, "What are they?" And then I looked it up. Yeah, they're all uh, they refer Jim... to themselves as monsters. They're all Jim Henson creations. That's correct.
3: Yes, yeah, so that's so. I will, I will throw the Muppets and Sesame Street in the same category. But yeah, so, but seriously, what about on your big board? On my big board, first is Big Bird. <laughs> Oh, B- Muppets Big Board. Ooh. <laughs> oh, all right. So, so where are we putting this? Uh, do Bert and Ernie count as one? Yeah, I package think you could. Deal? Okay. A package. Right. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Are we doing Sesame Street, or are we putting all the Muppets in? You do them all because Animal. And uh, the rest of the Dr. Teeth and the Electric Orchestra or whatever they're called. I think that's a group. Yeah, they are. That's the. Yeah. Yeah. I think you could package them on your big board. Ooh, they're pretty high on there. Yeah. Uh, Kermit the Frog is is probably high up there. I might put, put Miss Piggy on uh, a number one on my big board. How are you
2: doing Elmo wrong like that? Elmo's well, got to be top um, three. Elmo,
3: meh. Uh, I'm okay with uh, without going on Elmo. Uh, who's the guy that voices Elmo? Does another <sighs> voice that's supposed to be pretty famous but it's like totally know. the opposite. Um, anyways, sorry, I digress. That's uh, all right. Miss Piggy, number 1 on my big board. She constantly cracks me up. She's yeah. she's a ham. <laughs> no. Uh, no. Um, oh, cuz she's a pig. Yeah. So are there other New Year's songs? I need to know more about this uh, track. There are more. There's yeah, yeah. Coming, oh, they're they're coming up
2: in the show. Yeah, the
3: only one I can think of is for New Year's is what, Al S- Lang sign. Mm. Yeah. We got an Eagles one coming up <laughs> All right. I'm down bad. for this. I'm I'm all for this. Uh, you want to talk about the greatest bowl game played in the history of bowl games? Is that where you wanted to go?
2: Do you mean the 3-0 victory by the Oregon State Beavers over the... Oh, no. That was my uh, Sun Bowl experience. 40-8. <laughs> to 8. Uh, how many
3: rushing yards did uh, Oregon State have? The uh, fan text line is uh, happy to bring it up. If you don't want to, the I'm sorry, the Vancouver Ford text line. My apologies to Vancouver Ford, where your dollar goes further before, during, and after the sale. They treat you right at VancouverFord.com.
2: Two, two rushing yards.
3: Two, one of the best offensive lines and best best rushing attacks in college football, isn't it? To be fair, oh, missing our running
2: back. Sure, yeah, missing two. Right, now he's not leaving. He's apparently not, not yet. <laughs> Boy, man, he still could, I guess. He can negotiate for more NIL
3: money after that performance from everybody else. Uh, I mean, Deshaun now, Fenwick, in yeah. fairness, did have 15 rushing yards. Yeah, they just got <laughs> pulled back. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Look. <laughs> All it's right. Not, so, okay. 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 Yeah. Let's 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 start at zero. Yeah. Uh, if anybody's just joining this program for the first time, you're welcome. Uh, Will played fullback for Oregon State. Your brother played linebacker for Oregon State. Uh, you are a beeve through and through. Who'd you watch the game with? My brother. There you go, as you should. Yeah. All right. How how did the pregame conversation go?
2: Because you told me before
3: the yeah. show, and I kind of love
2: this. Well, it was kind of leading up the entire time where we found out it was the Sun Bowl, and then my brother, for whatever reason, was like, you know, no, I, th- I think we kind of we got the advantage here, and I was like, really? And got him like, right where we want him. Yeah, he was like, you know, and this they're they're this missing is, a lot of players. This is and... after Coach is fired. This yes. is after all your quarterbacks yes. opt out. This is after your, yes. your your
3: star running back decides not to
2: play. Yeah, well, no. Didn't transfer. Not to start deciding to. Yeah, well. He got a DUI. Oh, is that why I did not? Oh, yeah, he got a, a DUI, okay. and gotcha. then he, uh, he got acquitted of it. Oh, good. Well, there you go. So he um, didn't get a DUI if he was acquitted. So okay, he comes in and he's like, "You know, oh, yeah, I think we got a chance here." I and love, I love that optimism. Not playing yeah. not playing with your uh your head coach Jonathan Smith
3: mm-hmm. because he is now at Michigan State. Not playing with a guy that you hired to replace him as head coach even though he's the defensive coordinator. You have a different interim head coach? Yeah, the wide receivers coach, For some I guess.
2: Reason. Okay. And so he's like, "Yeah, you know, Sam Hartman's not going to play and all of that." And I was like, You know, I think you're making some good points, but you do need to understand that, like, this is a situation of who has the better players. It's a depth conversation. Yeah, there's no momentum either way. Like, Notre Dame's season was a disappointment by Notre Dame standards.
3: USC played in the Holiday Bowl without their Heisman Trophy winner. Uh, You can assume that there's a pretty good quarterback backing him up. Uh, Oh, yep, turns out you could assume. You could make the assumption that Lincoln Riley plus USC means you probably have a four or five-star kid in the wings.
2: Yeah, and, um, you know, the Notre Dame kid really wasn't. Well, I mean, sure. He was from Jersey and he was, you know, he, he was fine. He just played a in a game. comparison. So if you wanted historical. But he was like, uh, you know, yeah, I think we got a chance and uh, I just basically was like, no, I think we're going to get blown out because we don't <laughs> have anyone and this is like a n- there's no momentum either side. It's a who's got the better players. Yep. And at the end of the day, I was like, I'm pretty sure Notre Dame has better players than we do all around. Yeah. And that turned out to be the case. Interesting. Now, the part of the bowl game, the many parts of the bowl game I thought to be very strange, which made it kind of a, I'm on a different planet experience, was first, it was sold out? Yes, please. The Sun Bowl was sold out? <laughs> that was odd. I've tried to explain
3: this to you. Dude, About Notre out. Dame. Every, like, okay, what percentage of that stadium was was Oregon State Beavers fans? Ah, 20, I'll give it. Okay, that, but That's pretty good That's actually pretty good. Yeah. If it were 20%, I would be shocked. Notre Dame fans love Notre Dame. Notre Dame fans got some money. Notre Dame fans have nothing better to do. I guess the go to El Paso.
2: Yes, I like, can
3: tell you from firsthand experience. Like, it's not fun. I, I'm I'm going to I'm going to make an assumption that Notre Dame is one of those schools where if you like Notre Dame, you don't have an NFL team. It's like, nope. It's all it's all the Golden Dome mm. and it's Saturdays and the the football viewing that I do. You know what? I do my honey-do list on Sundays because there's nothing else going on. Mm. I am all about Notre Dame football. Yeah, so. That's my guess. That was odd. Yeah, well. Um, not, I'm not surprised by that, but I understand why you could be because you don't understand Notre Dame and their fanaticism.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend
4: today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: No, I don't understand yep, why people still care about them. Yep. so um, Entrenched.
3: It's built into their genetics
2: at this point. That's what it their is. Little, the sure. DNA strand has a little
3: uh, green Great. clover leaf on there and a touchdown Jesus that's right. somewhere. That's right. Dead
2: girlfriend, Newt Rockney. Dead girlfriend. Dead. Fake I think it started before Mantiteo. So the stadium's full. That's odd. Yep. And then Sam Hartman doesn't play, which in itself is whatever. You know, sure. you're not playing. You're getting ready for the draft. But you're at the game, and they're going down to you on the sidelines like every other (laughs) series to get commentary from you. You look like a porn star slash game show host in sunglasses. Amen. And you're talking as if you, like you've been removed from the program for like four years. Like, like He was like, oh, it's just good to be back here. So you know, like, be back here? Dude, you were on the roster. And like, you're in El Paso. Yeah, you're there. So that was weird. You're not at home. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, well, Jonathan Smith left. So now we have a new head coach. And the new head coach is our DC, yep. which is Trent Bray. And then they were like, "Well, you know, Trent's not going to be the head coach." I was nope. like, "Oh, okay, so he's going to be the defensive coordinator for the game." Well, no, Trent's not going to be the defensive coordinator. <laughs> he's he's going to be on the sidelines, just kind of watching things. It's, yeah. I was like, "Well, what is going on there?" And then my brother goes, "Well, I don't think you remember, like, you know, Ben Go Branson having that Las Vegas ball." I was like, "No, I remember that. I remember we beat Florida and they had nobody, and yeah, that was like they... the greatest Go ever played." Yeah. And then Go played like crap.
3: Yeah. What? No, he. You know, 180 yards, touchdown. Dude, he was under (laughs) pressure. His QBR was 38 and a half. Pretty bad. 38 and a half. It was just odd. And I went into the experience. The funny thing was
2: on your analysis, I was like, is
3: he going to talk about the game at all? And then you talked about Gold Branson. So there you go.
2: Yeah. I mean, it was just an odd game. And I think it gave credence to what, you know, I've kind of felt like bowl games have turned into since the playoff got invented, which is just that, like, no one really cares. I mean, maybe Notre Dame fans care and that's fine if they have nothing else to do with their lives, but go to the Sun Bowl? Well based, um,
3: based on based on the opt outs, I think right now Underway uh might be the most cared about bowl game from the player standpoint, the Chick fil A peach bowl right now between Ole Miss yeah. and Penn State. So yeah, and this it's is weird and, six bowls, so you Well but that's, That's the other weird thing about it. So here's a game that two schools actually care about. It's being played at 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon. It's your, it's your big nooner. For the Saturday before New Year's Day,
2: well, they kind of messed it up in terms of how now the Fiesta Bowl is. Because usually the Fiesta Bowl is a really good one, and no offense to Oregon fans, but you're probably going to destroy Liberty. You better (laughs) guess. Either, either there's no there's no
3: scenario where the game is great. If it's a close game, Oregon uh, will get made fun of, win or
2: lose. Uh, Oh, I don't think so. And if they blow them out, it'll be. See, I think it's what with Bo Nix playing. Yeah, and but yeah. I, I think it's become so irrelevant at this point now that it's like, even if Oregon lost, people would just be like, eh, we're going to the Big Ten next year. Who cares? I think Oregon fan will be very upset if they lose this game. I, I think they could care less. And I if, honestly think Oregon fan is pretty mad that they didn't yeah, beat I, Washington but, uh, and get into the playoffs. It playoff. will not.
3: If they beat Washington, they wouldn't have gotten to the playoff. They had to beat them twice. And they couldn't Maybe do. Maybe they would have. Really, Florida State would have been on the outside looking in to a one-loss Oregon team. No, uh,
2: sorry, so I I'm, don't. I, know. I do know. I'm telling you. Oh, you do know? Yes, I'm telling you. <laughs> I just think it just kind of makes the whole experience. And the 12-team playoff is going to make it even worse. I mean, oh, games, the bowl games, yeah, for yeah, sure. it, for sure. it's going to be horrible. Well, you know, no one will yeah show up to any of them, in that well, in unless that Notre
3: case. Dame's playing in them. But Notre Dame will be in the playoff every year, so yeah, I game. know.
2: I know, and everybody was like, you know, this will solve the issue, the the uh, yeah. unfairness. And I was like, you realize the SEC is going to get four teams in there, yeah. right? And, and
3: <laughs> the well, and, and, and write-in teams. Well, yeah. no, they'll probably get five in now because it'll yeah. be LSU, Texas, Oklahoma, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Georgia, Alabama, and then Florida State's probably going to go to the SEC, so they'll I have a spot. So? Well, they're le- trying to leave the ACC. Where yeah. are they going? They're not going to the Big Ten. Yes, they're trying to go to the SEC. Yeah, I guess so. They're yeah. suing their way out of the ACC, which will implode because, I'm sorry, hanging your hat on SMU and Cal isn't going to do it for you. So, yes, that will implode. Pitt will end up in uh, the Big Ten, and Clemson will end up in the SEC, mm. and they're going to, yes, it's right. it, it's inevitable. There's going to be two major conferences. The Big 12 will be the also-ran, because who's their best school now? Big Kansas 12? State. BYU dog. Yeah, and Cincinnati.
2: Get yeah, ready for the fever. I forgot about that.
3: Yes, they are. It's all very very <laughs> Yes. Uh, it's all very very exciting. Hey, we do have a college football playoff and I know that you want to do some year-end uh stuffs. So let's talk a little bit about the college football playoff. We'll do it after this sports center update.
0: The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkens on 1080 The Fan.
3: This is our New Year's song from the Eagles. Yeah, Funky New Year. It? It's kind of
4: funky.
3: very much sounds like the Eagles. Yeah. With the funk turned up. My uh, mother-in-law loves the Eagles. Uh, my, I have an aunt that hates the Eagles. Uh, so every time uh, I'm anywhere with her and there's uh, any live music playing, I sneak up and... Trying to get them to play an Eagles song. It's my favorite thing to do. That's
2: pretty good. Yeah,
3: it's good. It's good. It's been a while since I've done that, but we were in Mexico and we had a mariachi band play uh, Hotel California. Just
2: that's very set good.
3: It's fantastic. Um, all right, uh, young man. Hmm? We've talked about it ad nauseum because we've known the matchups for more than a month. Mm-hmm. I guess it's been a month. Uh, College football playoff—it happens in two days. Uh, I know that you could not be more excited uh, with the four teams that are in there. You hate Florida State, so you think they made the right decision keeping those bums <laughs> out of there. Who said I hate Florida State? I did. I just did. Oh, yeah. did you did. Right. Did that? Sure. Yeah, I said. I said it into the. I microphone. hate them. Yeah, take that, jerks. Eat uh, it, Bobby Bowden. Uh, what uh, What do you think is going to happen in these games? What do you, What do you want to happen, and what do you think's actually going to happen?
2: What do I want to happen? Well, I would hope that Alabama, Michigan would be a very good game, as I do have a soft spot in my heart for the Rose Bowl. Yeah, and uh, this is a, the last one of consequence. This is really the la- yeah, pretty much the last one of consequence. Well, I mean, it'll, it'll um, be
3: it'll be weaved into the college football playoff, uh, but it won't be. It, I mean, it's not the same now as oh, it used to be. Really? I mean, it's it's unfortunate that they couldn't have some how finagled it to make it Michigan-Washington, even though I know that doesn't set up as well for the playoff, mm. but that would have been nice to have Pac-12, Big Ten.
2: Um, Yeah, I'm hoping that'll be a good game now. I am kind of getting the, and it, it, the, it's one of those things, is the closer I get, the more I have this strong feeling. I kind of feel like Washington's going to get blown out. Like, <laughs> I'm just kind of starting to feel it, because the more and more I go back through the games that they had on their schedule, the more and more I'm kind of starting to look at how Texas played towards the end of the season in terms of momentum and everything. I just feel like Washington, besides the Oregon game, which if you just look at the games leading up Are to it... saying the
3: two Oregon
2: games or the first you know, the Oregon game? The final Oregon yeah, game, which if you look game. at the rest of the schedule, it just kind of looks like a blip on the radar. Mm-hmm. Washington just kind of got worse. And then all of a sudden, they played well. Yeah. And it's like, I do I... Do I take that as an encouraging sign or as a Oregon really just played terribly and Washington took advantage of it? And if you look at Texas, Texas just kept getting better throughout the season. Yeah. They had a few games where they kind of struggled, but it all just kind of led up to the big 12 title game where they, Definitively won, yep. and they looked like a playoff team that was ready to go. And I get that the wide receivers came back um, for Washington. Um, there have been rumors
3: about Penix's health and, mm-hmm. and uh, cracked ribs or whatever right. it was that were never actually. The, the weird thing was like that Washington State game in the Apple Cup. He's got yeah. his head buried in there, and I didn't know what was going on there. So,
2: well, they should have lost. It felt like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah really, absolutely. I
3: mean, I don't know that they should have lost, but they certainly could have lost that game very well. Uh, could have uh, lost. Well. Sure. Yeah. Well, right. It's a field goal.
2: Really could have. But I mean, it's a field goal. It's not like oh, they won by seven and ran the clock out. Like it was a field goal, man. That was it. Certainly
3: came down to it. But they made the plays that they needed to. But yeah, in the in the Pac-12 championship game, they came out and looked sharp, Mm -hmm. and that was the best they looked since the first time they played Oregon. I mean, it was it was a it was kind of a weird season for them, but. You win every game on your schedule, you can't ask them to do anything that's true, anything more. And it kind of goes back to the idea that the Pac twelve is a pretty consistent conference top to bottom. Was Utah as good as they've been in years past? No, but they gave them a little bit of struggle. Washington State was a little up and down, but in a rivalry game to have a team that can go out and, you know, just give you problems mm. isn't uncommon in this conference. Mm. The the Pac twelve has cannibalized themselves in every year sans three and they almost did in those where they didn't this is the first time the Pac-12 has had an undefeated team since 2011 they had never had a team finish undefeated so to get through that schedule has always been a gauntlet and the the teams that jumped up and bit the really good Oregon teams or uh or the 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 really good Utah teams mm-hmm. the the teams that jumped up and bit them were not the the most likely suspect so for Washington to survive it i think it has some value but if they go and just get whooped by Texas, I think you can you can you know definitively say the Pac-12 is a weaker conference. But the other thing is, they go in there. Texas ran through the Big 12. I mean, you really believe that the Big 12, top to bottom, is better than the Pac-12?
2: I really believe that Texas, in their games, looked definitive in wins against teams that really they should have beaten by large amounts. You know who else and did? they did, and you know what. Washington but, beat Oregon State barely and as it's starting to look now Oregon State was fully uh, not saying without players or anything you know non-injury wise taking into account they were a good team just but, good do you do you know right who right above average do
3: you know who definitively beat the teams they should have beaten though who Oregon they, they, they came out and they beat the teams that they were supposed to by a wide margin they and did. they left very few of them in doubt and they went out there and did they they took care of business. The only team they couldn't do it against was Washington. Mm. So it's it, it's difficult because you can go through this. We, we had this conversation about the NFL all week, but the Miami Dolphins, they've won all their games against teams with losing records. Their three losses are against teams with winning records. Uh, the only team they beat with a winning record was the Cowboys. Cowboys on the road are not a very good team. Okay. How many teams didn't beat all the teams that they're supposed to win? How many of them have a bad loss on their schedule? And the NFL happens all the time. And college football happens very often. I mean, Oklahoma wasn't a good team if you if you go off of you know what they what they looked like in their bowl game. Mm-hmm. Uh that's the team that beat Texas. So Texas has the worst loss between them and Alabama because Alabama lost Wait, to Texas. Oklahoma.
2: It's cer- don't they play uh I mean, no they play Arizona? Oh, my bad. No, yeah. No, no, no. Um
3: yeah, Arizona beat them. And they threw, I think they had seven turnovers, six turnovers, <laughs> seven turnovers, whatever it is. Uh, but this is where we sit. So you're you're saying that you expect the uh, Alabama-Michigan game to be great. Uh, yeah? You expect Texas to run away.
2: Um, run away. I'm not away. definitively saying R- it. Run away but with But I'm the just more and more getting that feeling. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, for some reason, with some games in the NFL and with college, like, you know, there's that anticipation factor where it just kind of builds up through yep. the week with a lot of games. And just sometimes I have some games where, like, the more and more the, as the week goes on, I just start kind of feeling like, yeah, yeah I think this is going to happen. And more times than not, I'm right. You're so smart. I'm, in, I'm a genius.
3: Have you considered uh, putting a little wager on these feelings that you got? I think you could make a lot of money. And you can make famous. a lot of money for a lot of people. Of I've, got, I've got a 900 number. Yeah. I'm giving it to you. How's this sound for you? Will Darkens makes picks. You make money. You get a little percentage of what we do on the line. It's going to be good. I think that would be a good one, Lou. Lou, tell them what you're picking for this week. Oh, right. What well, we got picking for. Th- oh, uh, we got to get to good versus evil. You have to wait for the picks. Let's get to good versus evil. Lou right, will get now. to the picks. In the second
0: hour, I make you money. Sinner and Say, 1080 to fame. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened? To the, what has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, bro. <laughs> Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil, brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants, 808 on 1080 The Fan.
1: They came up to me during the uh, bye week and began the bye week on Monday or Tuesday and they told me that uh, if I didn't change my contract, my injury guaranteed that I'd be, uh, you know, that I'd, I'd be bench for the rest of the year. And uh, so, I don't know, we had nine games left or so. Uh, I was definitely disappointed about it.
2: There's your friend in high school who had such a convincing story about getting laid, nobody really asked more questions, Russell Wilson. The King of Corn told media members Friday that in the days after he helped orchestrate the Denver Broncos' first win over Kansas City since 2015, team officials approached him to adjust a salary guarantee in his contract and that if he didn't take it, he would be, quote, benched for the rest of the year. Russ signed a $24.6 million contract in 2022. That was $39 million guaranteed for next year, whether he's on the team or not, and another $37 million guaranteed if he cannot pass a physical on the fifth day of the new league year in March. How does this end?
3: Uh, Russell Wilson uh, is no longer a Denver Broncos. Yeah, I know. It's very disappointing. It goes down as one of the worst trades in NFL history. Uh, Sean Payton uh, either uh, goes with Jared Stidham. Uh, or uh, goes scavenging through the dump heap. Maybe he ends up with Joe Flacco as a uh, as a stopgap.
2: That'd be delightful. Yeah, they um, draft someone. I mean, they got a good enough position.
3: Uh, you know what? They don't. They're going to be picking the middle. Yes, they can draft somebody. But yeah. uh, but uh, we'll see. Jared Stidham's going to start the last two games. There are a lot of people that keep raising Stidham but no, I'm like no. why, why isn't he throwing a football somewhere else already which I can't
2: <laughs> I can't figure this out like a guy that's and been I heard Peyton he is like yeah we like what we see I yeah like, no well, you don't you just employed? hate Russell Wilson and it's, <laughs> Seattle
3: hated Russell Wilson Russell Wilson is, turns out not that likable of a guy yeah. um, uh, my curiosity is if is anybody willing to take a risk on Russell Wilson next year there's handful of teams out there that need quarterbacks, and the the odds of someone landing him have been released, and it's fairly interesting. But you know, teams like Pittsburgh, New England, Atlanta uh, it, it's it would be that's my bigger curiosity. Is if you're if you're Russell Wilson, you've made enough money, do you ride off into the sunset? Let's ride, or do you stick around and uh, try to repair your legacy? And I think that's what he does. Does he have the ability to do it and be contrite and be humble and be a good team man?
2: does. So well, it may get worse before it gets better. And the interesting part, too, about those teams you mentioned, save for the Steelers, like, both of those teams, the Falcons and the Patriots, are probably going to have different head coaches next season. So They're, it's like... Maybe. I mean, the, the Falcons
3: are still in the playoff yeah. race. I know. Well, I mean, they they, they play yeah. division opponents the next couple weeks, so they technically could uh, work their way yeah. back into it. But but I don't know. Um, they, they haven't decided on Arthur Smith. I would expect that the Patriots would move on from Bill Belichick, but you wonder if he doesn't want to leave if they're going to fire him. I don't know.
2: Yeah, like, Russell Wilson doesn't really have, like, a label anymore. Mm. Like, he can't be your starting quarterback after what you've seen. And really... You don't want him in the locker room being your transitional quarterback. Like he is not Tyrod uh-huh. Taylor in a way where, yeah, like, he's not a great teammate. Yeah, he'll take the ball. He'll he'll yeah. take the offense as far as he can take it, and then the other guy will step in. Like he doesn't want that.
3: Yeah. Well, so, what the hell is he? I don't. That's that. This is the bizarre part. I think his talent is better than his, his uh, interpersonal reputation right now, which is a really weird spot to be in. So he's going to obviously get paid by the Broncos, so he can take mess, less money from a team. So is it worth taking a veteran quarterback that's won a Super Bowl to come in there and, and play for less money for a roster that's close to winning? Yeah. I don't I don't know that that exists out there. The other thing that happens is the year starts next year and somebody gets injured. I mean, look at the success Flacco's having right now. He was signed on November 20th. Yeah. It's wild. So I you would think there'll be an opportunity for his services, but I don't know.
4: I don't know. I think that's sort of the magic when you have sort of the – passion, optimism, tenacity that you would expect from from somebody in in business and you combine it with being kind and empathetic. I've seen the power of empowering people and trusting people, like you trusted me for a reason. I want to show you, you were right in trusting me and they want to do the very best they can. If you trust people uh, without verifying, you can get burned
2: there's rich douche reading from a cue card that somebody gave him mark Moore. espn reported this week that mark Moore and alex rodriguez are expected to exercise their option to acquire controlling ownership interests of the uh the minnesota timberwolves and wnba's Lynx as soon as thursday of next week does this make you think you are closer to an nba team in seattle uh, no, I think
3: we're already close to an NBA team in Seattle. I think the next time they do expansion, they put a team in Las Vegas and they put a team in Seattle. I think that. So you
2: don't think that the because it is very rumored that these yep. two want to get them out of there. I don't. I don't know that they're going
3: to be able to. I think that the NBA is very weary of moving uh, NBA teams um, because they've not done it very well. Uh, moving yeah. moving Charlotte uh, to New Orleans and then bringing a team back in and moving the mascot, but not the teams and the franchise records go here. I and the way the they moved cats. out of Seattle to Oklahoma City, I think Vegas and Seattle have a team uh, before we uh, end this decade uh, pretty easily. So that's, that's kind of what I expect. Vegas is a crazy place uh, to see how much uh, sports have taken over the locals' fandom. I was down uh, in the the city f- uh, Christmas over Christmas uh, mm. to hang out with my in-laws. And, man, they love their teams. they got their arms wrapped around. There There's is. so many license plates with uh, Golden Knights logos on it. It's shocking. So they're ready for an NBA team, and it can be theirs, not a transplant like the Raiders and the A's.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. And they owe Seattle a team. So. Oh, and the,
3: I mean, the way they've embraced the Kraken, the the new arenas. They uh, don't
2: owe them anything. I, they think they do. They've said it i love how adam silver just basically says what he thinks people want him to say no what what, here okay he he does here's he does what do you want me to say okay i'll do it here's
3: (laughs) but here's here's the sub subtext is oh yeah seattle's a huge market and
2: there's a lot of money up there and since hockey already redid the arena it seems stupid not to be there i will ignore putting another team in los angeles because everybody seems to love to do that (laughs) and put it in seattle Listen, Seattle's got the other three major sports,
3: and they're all doing just fine, even though the Mariners stink. Uh, The other teams are, are fully supported. The NBA will be fine up there.
2: Time for my favorite story of the week. This one comes from China. China. Here's your headline. Chinese chess champion suspended after defecating in hotel bathtub. How are those related? I'm glad you asked. Okay. Yan Qinlong's victory at, not going to try to pronounce that, or Chinese chess competition was clouded by rumors he cheated using vibrating anal beads that can send and receive wireless signals. <laughs> A report in China's Global Times said that there was speculation he had defecated in the bathtub to get rid of the cheating device. <laughs> what? Why did he do it in the bathtub? Well, because he didn't want to lose the beads. Isn't it a one-use thing? (laughs) I'm
3: guessing it's not. Uh, I don't know. How much do you pay for your vibrating anal bead communication device when you cheat at chess? Not everybody's made of money,
2: Will. I'll get mine on eBay. (laughs) Uh, Single-use vibrating chess cheating anal beads. But the Chinese uh, Association of Chess said that it was impossible to prove whether he was cheating or not. Still, the so body the only stripped him of his have. title and prize money and suspended him for a year for damaging hotel property and vi- violating "quote unquote" good morals.
3: Yeah, this is the, this is the only thing they can get him on. This is this is uh, this is them following. Uh, we do this a lot in uh, Good versus Evil. But it is uh, following uh, oh what's his name up to catch uh, him oh uh, now why, why can I think of the guys, guys I don't even know what you're talking about in Goodfellas they don't oh. bu- they don't bust him on racketeering they bust him on por- point shaving at uh, Boston yeah, College yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, what is what is Ray That's Liotta's character's you know. name what no it's not Goodfellas what's what well, he got busted on yes Ray the... Liotta didn't get busted he turned himself into the CIA for no, a plea deal I understand that what is the guy's name.
3: Oh, uh, the character's name. I cannot think of it for the life of me. This is oh, Henry Hill. Yes, Henry Hill. Yeah, the way they connected him with everything was the point shaving at Boston College Games. And yes, he was not the one that was guilty, but that's the true story of Henry Hill. That's exactly what happened. That is based on a true story, but they're like, ah, well, we can't get him for the airport robbery. Let's go ahead and go with the we got him on point shaving. So this is this guy. Well, we can't prove that the butt beads. Uh, we're in there but he did poop all over the bathtub so let's uh, let's bust him on that and kick him out why is that bad pooping in a bathtub well the, again it's what is, is is the the small crime of eh, point shaving a little bit as bad as what uh, what they did at the airport no but it's super gross and it's bad for the hotel so it's a minor infraction that they're giving a much more severe penalty. why is it bad because uh, somebody has to go in there and clean that up they've got all the equipment to clean up the toilet They don't have it built in to clean poo off bathtubs.
2: So let me ask you something. If I poop in a bathtub in a hotel and I leave it for room service to clean up, am I getting booted? Uh, Yeah. Really? Yeah, well. I don't think I am. It depends. It depends. What else have you done? Nothing. The room is clean. In fact, I cleaned it before they came in, but there is a massive log in the the bathtub. Yeah. And I'm talking messy.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think you could get thrown out for that. I don't know that. Uh, I don't. I don't know that that that's uh, been a certain situation that's come. Ac- we've come across in my hotel industry days. But I can call some friends. I'll see what what they do with yeah. people that poop in the bathtub. Poop in the bathtub. But yeah, I think I think that's a uh, a an offense worth tossing you out for. How many how many days you have left on your reservation? How many times you plan on pooping in the bathtub while you're there? <laughs> You know what I mean? Just repeat. Because like. that's the thing is you stay. You stay one night. You check into the hotel. Yeah. You check into the hotel. You check out. They go in to clean the room after you leave, and you took a dump in bathtub. I think everybody's upset. <laughs> right? Like I think I I, I, guess. I think I think everybody in the hotel hears about it. Oh, yeah. you hear about the guy in eleven oh two? Yeah. Yeah, he took a dump right in the bathtub. Super gross one too.
2: Tipped all the bellboys yeah. though. Yeah. Oh, that guy! That oh, seems like a really nice guy. I thought, yeah, yeah you maybe know. that was the ploy. It was like butter everybody up. But yeah. I'm gonna well, speaking pop of a but, squat in the tub. Speaking of
3: butter, he just did drink all of the butter with his crab dinner in there. So no wonder he had to poo so bad. So I think, I think, I think everybody's upset, uh, and it becomes a funny anecdote. Yeah, but if you're staying there all week, and they're like, like you check in on Monday mm. and Tuesday, they go in to clean your room. Yeah. And there's a big deuce in there. They're like, how long is this guy staying?
2: I don't think they want to risk that you do that again. What if they come to you and they say, hey, we noticed this. And you say, you know what? You're right. I did it. Um, I'm not going to explain why. It won't happen again. Sure. Are you still getting kicked out? Do they give you a one poo, uh, you know, warning? Is that a warning? Yeah. Or is that an automatic? You I gotta think, get out of. I it. think. I think. I think a warning
3: could could be negotiated. You think so. It would have to be a very gracious uh, gracious team at your local uh, Fairfield, but uh, yeah, I think this that's a
2: warning. Don't you dare make fudge in the tub again. Yeah.
3: Like, ma- listen, maybe maybe you had an emergency, right? Like,
2: I just
3: I, I just couldn't make it to the toilet. To the toilet's right there. Yeah, but you know what? It was it was a really ugly mess. Uh, you think? The, do you think the bathtub looked bad? You should see my pants, shirt, and hat. <laughs> it was it was a lot. So yeah, uh, oh, boy. I just like that. That is that is okay. If someone suspects that's how he cheated at chess, yeah, that's how people cheat at chess, right? Like, you don't make that up. What do you mean? So he's accused of cheating. Yeah. using vibrating anal beads. That's correct. To send signals while he's playing in a game. I don't know how he
2: concentrated. Honestly, <laughs> feel incredible. Well, again, okay, <gasps> okay. So that's what he's being accused. Of. Okay, yeah. That seems like a very specific. Oh, you're saying yes. this has happened before? Yes. That's yeah. What.
3: This is, like <laughs> this is a well known way, or at least it, maybe not well known. This is a known way of cheating at chess. Yeah.
2: They just know. So you think that possibly they're going insta- to instate a rule where like you got to bend, cough
3: before yeah, you get I, in the
2: chair. I, I couldn't tell you, but
3: the the fact that they're disappointed that they couldn't, they're like they couldn't catch him red-handed, brown-handed.
2: I don't Brown. know. What, no? <laughs> that really, one was sitting out for you. They, well, yeah.
3: Well, I had to do both. It was, yeah, yeah. anyways. That's that, that the fact that that's a thing. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the Astros cheating? <laughs> Still pretty awful. <laughs> now I have questions. Did they do that? Well, what I'm saying is, that if there's a single chess player on that team, they could yeah. have taken their shirts off all they wanted to. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. If there's a lot of chess players on that team. Don't grab now here's, here's a, I try to get, I, I, I play a little chess with my kids. I'm, I'm not very good at chess, and, uh, and they're seven. They're not very good at chess. But if they get really good, is this kind of the future that they have?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. this is what they're gonna. If you want to be a champion, into, yeah. Boy. You're gonna to have to have that talk with your kids. Oh boy, I'm not uh, not excited <laughs> about that. I think we'll leave that to the chess
3: coach to have that conversation.
2: Oh, ooh. oh, don't do that!
3: Wait, what? No, <laughs> don't let your chess coach do that. Whoa! Oh, yikes! We've got this great Chinese chess coach. He's got some weird ideas, but girls, I need you to listen to him. Yeah. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that is our good versus evil. Well, it's brought to you by our friends at 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. Great way to ring in the new year is with Hawaiian food. Get some musubi, get a Mai Tai, all the menus, and you can order right online, right on their website, ATE OH ATE.com. Hour two, we'll get back into the college football playoff. We'll talk the NFL weekend that begins on, uh, began on Thursday with the Browns locking it up, but we get uh, extra bonus Saturday coverage today with a great matchup with two top NFC teams. All that in hour two, and more! Center and Saints.